Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is Hog Reaction. Mark Mitchell drives the paint. Brazil off his feet. Travis blocks the shot anyway. Blocker out of there with it. He'll lead the break all the way to the other end, and he lays it in. Hog Reaction is presented by KC Insurance Partners. KC Insurance Partners, local people helping local people. Go to kcinsuranceharrison.com for more information. To Hog Reaction here on ESPN Arkansas and hitthatline.com. Matt Jones, Ty Richardson, Will Whitson with you for the next hour and a half or two or so. And not the most entertaining game as Arkansas falls by 22 90 to 68 to Gainesville. And that before we came on, you were, you say you were jotting down notes like I was. And uh, I think we both kind of got disinterested with the way that game transpired down the stretch. Well, what a tough one. Another, another tough one. Uh, you know they um, couldn't stop the ball in transition D tonight. Couldn't couldn't kind of kind of got out physical. Uh, every time I looked up, it seemed they were getting a fast break point. Uh, yeah, it's tough. You got to kind of look 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 inside yourself, and uh, they don't get any easier. You know, A and M just beat beat Kentucky, and that's who we get next. Yep, and it is going to be a tough matchup when Wade Taylor and Radford come in, who both had good games against the Wildcats today. Is Again, they got their first conference win. Florida got their first conference win. And you are 0-3 and have yet to get a conference win at this point. You can call our Texas here on the McCarty Daniel hotline at 877-377-6963. So I had the Houston Texans and Cleveland Browns game, which was electric, versus the Arkansas basketball Florida game, which was anything but that. It was very difficult for me to not just turn all my attention to that playoff game. And because, again, Arkansas basketball really didn't give you a lot to get excited about. They cut it to, I think, 9 or 10 at one point. But it was a it was a pretty heavy deficit for most of that game, Matt. Yeah, the Texans Texans look good. Uh, I think they're going to go go forward. You know, t- t- tonight we, uh, you know, we, we had it going early. It seemed like we had one little run when we were down. Or were we down like 18? We went on a little run and kind of cut it back with kind of single digits. And they got it back to uh, 13 at half. Uh, it's just we're, we're not very physical. Uh, we, we didn't slow them down at all. We ne- we didn't make Florida uncomfortable one bit. Florida did whatever they wanted the entire night. Yeah, they did. It was uh, pretty bad from Arkansas' standpoint offensively. Again, not a stellar night. Trevin Brazil goes three for ten with seven. Zevo, Devo, excuse me, Devo Davis was zero points in 11 minutes. Uh, Tremont Mark had an okay game, six for 14 with 12 points. Uh, Makai Mitchell 0 for 3 of 0 points and. Jeremiah Davenport, I thought, showed something. I know Musk was disappointed with him defensively after the game, but he, he had a couple threes and made some good assists. He, yeah, he he struggles to stay in front of people. Yeah. He, he does, but uh, yeah, his offensive game it, it, it shined tonight. Uh, I love that. That that's when we went on that run. We we kind of went out into that matchup zone. I kind of thought maybe to start the second half he would go man the first couple possessions and then go back to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, he, you see him, man. He was he was searching. He was playing a lot of people. Um, it's it's uh it's it's tough. It's you, you hate it for him, you know. And that is a kind of an ego check for Eric Musselman, who has been such an adamant guy that runs man for all this time. And Matt, again, he is trying everything. For those that don't think he's not trying everything in his arsenal, I know Jimmy Dykes was talking about it with Tom Hart during the broadcast that that was something his late father Bill would run at times. But 
I mean, you, you saw him play Lane Blocker, Joseph Pinion, even I liked what I saw out of Blocker. Yeah, Blocker got to the line yeah. 10 times. He's an aggressive player. Uh, still has some areas as a true freshman he's got to work right. on. But he was complimentary of both him and the sophomore Joseph Pinion in that second half. Yeah, Pinion got in there. They, they you know, we, we we do struggle to stay in front of people, but Pinion can shoot it. You you leave him open, he he can shoot it. Um, it was a it was a funky game. You know, I thought Brazil at times uh, did pretty good. He had seven boards. You know, he played big when he had to. Uh, but but really, when when you get beat like that, man, it's just uh, it, it's a tough watch, and you're kind of scratching your head. You're like, how did it get so bad so quick? And how are we not making enough runs to to keep it in the single digits when you you know that's two that's two blowout blowout L's already in in this young season. Yeah, I'm looking at the graphic that they posted during the ESPN telecast and 2021 you start two and four, 24, uh, 2022 you started 0 and three, 23 you started one and five. This season you started 0 and two offensively. Again, you'd like to improve some areas defensively though. As you saw some spurts from both of those teams in the last three years. And, Matt, they just don't play any defense. That, that's why they had to go to the zone today to try something new. And at points, it worked. At points, they got some steals and they made some crucial rebounds. But it, Florida's just too good of a shooting team to be able to run that for 30 minutes, at 30-something minutes a game. Stop the ball. I wrote that down twice on two different mm-hmm. pages. Transition D, it starts you have to stop the ball first. That's that's kind of the first rule of, of defense. You learn what in the sixth grade, seventh grade? Yeah. Uh well, you, you gotta stop the ball. We didn't do enough of that. Uh you gotta sprint back. I, I you know, sometimes when you when you hear a matchup zone, you think maybe you don't have to work as hard. You have to work harder in a zone. You, you it's 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 a matchup zone, so Sometimes you're just kind of jogging back to a spot instead of looking for your man, and it's it's hard. You get kind of get caught out of places in the transition. Deep. It's an effort thing too, Matt. Because right. like you said, I also had that written down where it's like, man, there's a couple transition layups, and I get like off of misses, right? Like sometimes off a of miss, it's a scramble. One guy gets it, throws it up ahead, and it's a layup. But Matt, what I think was frustrating for Eric Musselman and the rest of the coaching staff is not only were they getting beat in transition off of misses, there were makes as well. There were two or three times where. Arkansas made a bucket, whether it's a three or inside the paint shot, and then Florida just go right down and, and get a dunk or a layup, and Musk is throwing his hands up, and I don't blame him. Yeah, no, they that that's you're right. That's uh that's something that you have to. I mean, by now you, you can't get beat getting beat that 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 easy. Yeah. It, it was tough to watch at times. It was. If you again, if you want to jump in here, you can do so on the McCarty Daniel Hotline, like C Man is doing tonight. He said, just not good for the heart. The Hogs, no heart, and just a bad loss tonight. Will and I were talking about that when we got in. It just didn't feel like it was there. Must said after the game, it's the worst shoot-around they've had this season. Hasn't really seen that to this point. So if you're putting on that for a place you rarely win in Gainesville, Florida, if you're not at least putting in the work needed in the preparation aspect, Matt, then of course it's not going to turn over to a successful result in the game, especially the way you've been playing on both ends of the floor the last couple weeks. Yeah, you know, you, you're going to have some intense practices. You're, you you got to go back and watch the film. Um, you you got to go back and try to get better. Try, we're trying to find a, a combination of guards that can go. Uh, it seems like every every game you have a guy start and then he only plays, you know, 11, 12 minutes. And, and uh, so it kind of messes messes the rhythm up. But it, as far as what, what Jalen Graham did, his, his movement out there, I, I liked it. I liked Blocker's movement. Um 
it's you know Brazil. I mean, we we got some pieces. You know, you're, you're trying to look and you're trying to find where are where are we going to get when when are we going to get our first conference win? A and M just beat Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, the the thing that I've noticed in these first three games too, Ty, is all three games we look like the less physical team. We 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 don't we don't look as big. We don't look like we have the SEC athlete. Yeah, and unfortunately, that was the case very much so tonight. All right, we're going to take our first break of Hog Reaction presented by our friends at KC Insurance. Really appreciate Kevin and Ricky Cowan helping us along. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Late left side, Brazil with a shot clock expiring makes the three. Hog reaction is presented by KC Insurance Partners. KC Insurance Partners, local people helping local people. Go to kcinsuranceharrison.com for more information. And we appreciate Kevin and Ricky Cowan be a part of this program. They were a part of Arkansas game day as well. And you check them out over at KC Insurance Partners. K again, KCinsuranceHarrison.com for more information. Whether it's life insurance, health insurance, Kevin and Ricky can help you with anything you need. Check them out. KCinsuranceHarrison.com. Matt, different starting lineup again tonight. Uh didn't work according to plan. I mean, Eric Mossman is trying to do everything he can with this basketball team. Put Jeremiah Davenport in, who again Shot the ball well. Uh, they just, one of the things that's kind of, uh, it's hard for this basketball team is they get in holes early because their starters, whoever it is, just don't get off to shooting. They get off to somewhat of a shooting slump, and especially it's been that way on the road. Yeah, we've been kind of kind of off to slow starts every every game in the SEC. Um, it, it still comes up to, to being able to get stops and, and limiting their easy transition baskets. I, I thought the transition defense was... Um, it was pretty, it was lacking at times, you know, it, it, it wasn't really there, uh, on offense, you know, we, we move the ball a little bit. I, I think at times they show flashes, uh, but you're right there. Somebody needs to get hot a little early. Uh, I do like Davenport. I, I think he shoots the ball. Well, I think he sees the floor. Well, uh, he, he was aggressive. That's the other thing too, is the points in the paint. We, we got beat again. Uh, rebounding, just got out-rebounded, and points in the paint. That's uh, got to keep tacking. Uh, even if you if your free throws aren't falling, you, you still got to keep attacking. Mm-hmm. Yep, Matt, you lose the rebounding battle by 17, and you lose the points in the paint battle by 10. And I felt like that if you look at the basketball team the last three years, that was something, those were two categories they almost always won, right? They just had length, they had size, and they were just dogs getting to the rim. This team... Again, they try to get to the rim at times. They don't shoot as many threes as, again, you want them to at, at some points. 15 tonight, 15's okay. Florida Jack, 25 threes. That's their specialty. But, again, that the areas that they have had success in in the last three years that Eric Musselman keeps on harping back to, they just are not good 
in those this year. Yeah, the, those last couple teams could get easy baskets. They could get their hands uh, on on the turnovers. They could get deflections. They could. We we struggle. This team we we make it hard on ourselves. Everything kind of. It's it's tough to get points. It's tough to go on a run. You you got to get some easy baskets, and it starts with your defense. It start it starts with getting stops, uh, and and then getting out and and being athletic. You know that's that's one thing. I, I look at the these athletes. I don't know if they are SEC caliber athletes. When when you look at the other three teams they've we played, they look like they have the bigger, stronger, faster athlete. Yeah, and I think Eric Mossman, if he would tell you doing it all over again, going to the portal and getting another big guy would have been something that they would have tried to do. Now, would it have been a great player, but you just look at there there's no and I get not every team has just this some seven footer that it's physically intimidating, but I just don't feel like anyone is afraid of attacking the paint at Arkansas. And they've done it different ways. Like they had the Mitchell twins last year that I felt like Mikel was the more physical because the better offensive skill player. And then two years ago Jalen Williams did it kind of under the rim taking charges. Mm -hmm. And then Three years ago, it was a young Jalen Williams. You also had Justin Smith, who was physical down low, even who's a little undersized at 6'7", 6'8". But I don't think anyone, like you said, is afraid of attacking Arkansas right now, and especially, again, the way that they are playing at this point. All right, let's take some calls here on the McCarty Daniel Hotline, starting with Cabbage Shed. Cabbage Shed has called in. What's up, man? Hey, hey guys, y'all are right on. I mean, while I've been listening to you here, you, Matt, you just talked about what I was going to, talk about the the i don't understand man you're the you're the you're the pro you're the athlete but why doesn't he get out and scour the country and recruit the people that he needs to play against the sec because this bunch here they got it man I, i'm i'm about through watching them the rest of the year because they just hadn't got the horses man you you know you take nolan richardson when he had big o and corliss and uh, he demanded that real estate under the goal, and then he had a bench that was real good, but he had people that could compete with the size of the other SEC teams. We don't. You, you 6'11", 7-footers, we, we hadn't got anybody to go against them people, you know, and they, they could be sorry players, but if you're that tall, well, you know, uh, uh, a blind hog will find an acorn every now and then, you know. But it's it, it's just a shame that we don't have uh, you know people thought well we'll be up in the playoffs with bull we we'll we'll make the toilet bowl maybe but well, that's about it this this these guys now it, you know if they had a mix of of tall people and big people like the other SEC teams we might have a chance but we we don't have a chance in not having the size that we need to compete and that's just what you talked about. Mad and that you're you're so right on target. It's just a shame that you know I don't know that he uh, recruits the kind of coaches that are real good salesmen because these these people are out in in the country. We just have to find them and bring them in. I mean, there's not everybody wants to play for Alabama. You know, there uh, there's some out there that uh, you have a good enough salesman that can bring them to Arkansas, but. But this, this year is a loss that we don't, we just don't have the horses to compete. And I'll, I'll, uh, you know, and Matt, I appreciate because you, you just about said the same thing and you guys got a good show. Thank you. Thanks, Cabbage Head. Matt was it this year. And again, we're three games into top conference play. We saw the graphic. There's still a lot that can happen. 
Did he just misevaluate? Has the team not gel? I mean, what are you seeing well, what, three so, conference games? Yeah, so last year we had some athletes that, that that's for sure, uh, and, and we didn't have the shooters. So he went out to try to get shooters, and and it's it looks like and and I, you know, Coach Muss has earned the right to to miss on a portal. You know, he's he's mm-hmm. he's crushed it for us. I mean, he's he he's one of the best at at the portal game, and he yeah he we. He missed it. He, he whatever he did, he went out, and got the wrong pieces, and there's going to be a. Ch- the good thing about it is, it's one year, and then you'll 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 change it up for next year. And I want. I def- think he'll get it right next year. Yeah, I want to defend Eric Mossman for a sec. Cabochet was acting like this is something that's been consistent. They have hit with guys like every year. Justin, this Smith, is his first miss. JD yeah. Note, you yeah. love. I don't know if there's anyone love Ricky Council more than Matt Jones. Love some Ricky yeah, Council. If he was six nine, he would have been a first round pick. Yeah. He's just he, but he's so athletic. Ricky was one of Jordan Walsh. So athletic. You you look at how athletic we were. Yeah, it's just a different story. So again, Cabbage Head, I know you're frustrated. I know you're angry, and I know Arkansas's zero and three in conference play, and they're sitting at I guess is it nine and six or nine and seven at this point. Uh, I'm angry too, but. You do have a guy that has a track record as bleak as it has gotten the last three years at points. He is somehow a ride of the ship. I'm not sitting here to tell you that's going to 100% happen this year. There is just something the previous three years that tells you that it could be possible. All right, this guy's banned on halftime. Do you want to take Brian's call? I'm going to leave it to you. I, I don't care. Okay, all right. Brian's up next on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. What's up, Brian? Hey, no much. Hey, I'll ask. I think you earlier, if they lost this game, if Arkansas is in the panic right now. And in my opinion, I mean, I pretty much think their season's over. They're not going to make those seasons. Brian, I, let, me, let me cut you off for a sec, because I feel like if you had, and I, I, I don't remember you calling in last year, the year before, the year before that, but I feel like you would have had that exact same take the previous three years, and the, the head coach of Arkansas managed to figure it out and get Arkansas to an Elite Eight, Elite Eight, and Sweet 16. It's not just you that has that opinion. And we've had several fans that have called in the last three years with that exact same thought, and he somehow figured it out. It's it's not the coach's problem, but if you just don't have the talent, you can't turn anything around. And this team is not talented whatsoever. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't think they'll make postseason. It's not Musselman. He's a good coach. He's one of the best in the SEC. This team, on the other hand, is (laughs) out of 16 teams or 14 teams, Frank at the very bottom. They're just not talented whatsoever. Yeah, I, I think, Brian, we appreciate you avoiding Texas on this call. I think you, you're welcome on these airwaves as long as you don't just bust your chest about Texas because no one wants to hear that. I don't think you want to hear that, but appreciate your call tonight. I think right. what, what what's curious about the talent aspect, you think there is college basketball talent on this team. Like these guys, LL is average like 17, Caleb Battle average like 18. That's college basketball talent. But what we were just talking about, what me and Matt were just talking about, was when you list out Moses, Jalen, Ricky, Jordan Walsh, even guys that like... Anthony Black. Yeah, Anthony Black. Even guys, Matt, like AB was a first-round draft pick, but even the guys that were either later draft picks or not drafted but are still playing G League ball Mm -hmm. or switching off. Mm -hmm. I mean, Justin Smith is a great example. Like, those guys, I, I don't know outside of Trevin Brazil of guys that are playing professional basketball on this team that will either play G League ball or play in the NBA. The last three years, you had a lot more of that, at least the option of maybe playing in one of those leagues. Yeah, that SEC length, that SEC athleticism, we, we, we don't have it this year. And, and it's, uh, 
So if you can, you can play a matchup zone. You can play almost like what Virginia does. You, you know, you kind of have to change up what you're going to do. You're not going to be able to to press and play the Bobby Huggins style and and you know create havoc and get tips and deflections and get turnovers and fast break points. You know, you got to play a matchup zone and slow it down a little bit, limit their possessions, and try to shoot with them. Uh, because if that's what we got, apparently we, we have some shooters, so we just got to keep shooting. You said something interesting there, and, and Will, your dad just texted in, two Elite Eights and a Sweet 16 the last three years. Would you trade a bad year this year for the last three? Heck yeah. And I I asked the question on the morning rush this week, so even Bruce Pearl and John Calipari in the last three years have missed the NCAA tournament. They both missed in 2021. So even two of the most highly regarded coaches in this conference and in the sport have missed the NCAA tournament in the last three years. So as good as a coach as Eric Musselman is, as good as a talent evaluator and a schemer and a guy that somehow gets the cohesion together, that those two examples show you it can happen. And unfortunately, I hate to say it, but maybe it is happening for this team this year. Yeah, and it, it's it's okay. I mean, they're uh, I, I still have faith they'll they'll figure something out and get some wins. I, I don't see postseason play uh, in, in the cards for for this team, but. Coach Muss has earned the right to to miss, so he he missed on this one, and and I think he'll get it right next year. And and you go back and you look and say, look at the teams that that he has had success with. They're all more athletic than this team. This is this is the least athletic team he's had since he's been here. And that's a, even the first team, which got pounded on the glass at times. They were the number one team in college basketball consistently defending the three because of their athleticism and speed that they used the time at this point. All right, Will is one of our new team members here at ESPN Arkansas. You've heard him a little bit on halftime, and some you'll get to hear a chance to hear him on hog reaction as well. Will, what did you what did you think about today? You can't use the words that you use when you walk in here. Those are FCC restricted. <laughs> um, I, I just think, like, you you said already, like, Calipari and Pearl, like, they've missed the tournament in the last couple of years. It's hard to have the consistency with the transfer portal and the NIO, you can't have these big top dogs. I mean, ev- the the talent pool is leveled out, mm-hmm. and with the with the transfer portal, you can you 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 can get you can miss on a on a class like this, or you could have a giant year in a smaller team. Like you know, these you see these crazy runs in March Madness now, and that's all because of the transfer portal because the, the talent's leveled out. Yeah, sometimes coaches hit, and sometimes coaches miss. We'll have to wait and see if this is one of those misses that we've referred to or Verrett Musselman for the four straight years somehow, some way, even looking into the pit of despair, figures it out. All right, we still got a long time left of hog reaction. If you want to jump in, like you heard from Brian, like you heard from Cabochet, if you disagree with Brian from Ozark, then you might as well call us here on the McClarty Daniel hotline at 877-377-6963. A lot more hog reaction coming up on ESPN Arkansas and hit that line. Hog Reaction is presented by KC Insurance Partners. KC Insurance Partners, local people helping local people. Go to kcinsuranceharrison.com for more information. All right, back here on Hog Reaction all across ESPN Arkansas and hitthatline.com. Do have a a special announcement that we are going to get to in the coming weeks that I'm really excited about. Tommy's really excited about. New way to listen, so just uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, one of the questions, Matt, that we got here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline is from Justin in Fayetteville, and he's asking, do you think we're having such trouble due to the fact that we're not played as a team? He doesn't feel like he's seen any cohesiveness while watching. We were talking about the transfer portal last segment. M- Matt, 
I don't know how many transfers you played with on the basketball team or football team. It's nowhere near what it was. But I mean, one of the reasons that I felt like you guys at points had success is because you were so used to playing with the guys for a number of years. And sometimes you can get away with it by just like kind of instantly gelling. But it also helps when you think of a team like Texas A&M that's, they played together what seems like four years. Yeah, no, you don't get to see the kids grow. You don't get to see them come in and, and, and be players there for four years with, uh, you know, sprinkling in superstars. It's it's definitely a, a totally different vibe and different scene on the college game right now. I, th- I think Coach Muss is one of the best in the, in the transfer portal era. I, I think he's usually spot on on, on evaluating his talent and, and getting the right guys in. I, I just, I I don't see it as, um, I, I mean, they're just, I mean, what, what are they going to, you know who, who who really scares you? Mark Mark can get hot. He's a little streaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you don't really have um, you just don't have the athletes. You know, they, I think it's a lack of talent more than anything. I don't think it's a lack of desire. I don't think it's a lack of they don't want to or they're not trying. Uh, I I just think that that we missed and and that they're just uh, this that you're looking at a. At best, this team this team would be six and twelve. I mean, that's that's that that's the best that you could hope for this year in conference play. And we again, we keep coming back to the you don't necessarily have the the guys in, in on the NBA level side of things because I think what makes up for uh, lack of uh, cohesion at times is just talent, right? You can talent can take over and gain the athlete, you, right? Yeah, and it just said maybe this team just doesn't you, have enough. It would be a different team if Jordan Walsh was leading this team in minutes. You yeah. know, if you could have the biggest portal loss that we lost was uh, was Jordan Walsh to the G League because if you could have kept Jordan Walsh and said, "Hey, hey, Holmes, you'll be a lottery pick next year. Come back," and 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 you would think that the NIL. Uh, would give give coaches a better chance to keep guys like a Jordan Walsh that was you know a year away from being a first round pick. Well, an example like for Duke, Kyle Filipowski, who came to Bud Walton Arena earlier this year, was projected as a first round draft pick. He elected to come back, Matt, because he wanted to be a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. And for Jordan, I've heard you say this many many times on halftime, is he got drafted in an okay spot. He's having a good uh, G League experience so far with the main Celtics or the main whatever they're called. Yeah, but. You felt like his ceiling at six seven with athlete, great shooting can stroke, defend. athlete defend that it was really high, and he maybe missed out on that. Yeah, you would, you would like to have him leading leading the team in minutes. I think Anthony Black led the team last year, uh, and and then you're looking at the guys coming off the bench. Ricky Council coming off the bench was uh, one of the best athletes on the floor floor most nights. So, I mean, you 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 look at this team and you think, well. Ha- ha- the the type of game the type of game we're going to have to win is a slowdown game a matchup zone uh, try to try to you know milk the clock as much and limit their possessions and our transition D was uh, horrendous tonight that was awful and I know Eric Musselman is going to be very frustrated about that he's frustrated about a couple things after the game and uh, we are going to get to some of those coming up in. Just, and, get, and just getting out, I mean, out athleted and out rebounded. I don't know what to say, Ty. You know, it's it's it was hard. It's we could, and I, I listened to you and Zach, and we're kind of we're almost having the same show yeah. that we were after you and Zach were after the Athens game, which I know for all of us. I mean, no one wants to again say the exact same thing, but you, you listen to Eric Musselman, he's saying the exact same things. We're gonna hear more from Musk coming up again. We're gonna take again a short break and get a talk reaction presented by our friends at KC Insurance Partners. Local people helping local local people. Go to KCInsuranceHarrison.com. 
for more information. More Hog Reaction coming up next. This is Hog Reaction. Mark Mitchell drives the paint. Brazil off his feet. Trevin blocks the shot anyway. Blocker out of there with it. He'll lead the break all the way to the other end, and he lays it in. Hog Reaction is presented by KC Insurance Partners. KC Insurance Partners, local people helping local people. Go to kcinsuranceharrison.com for more information. I do want to give an NFL update as while we're doing this program right now, the Houston Texans are annihilating the Cleveland Browns. 45-14 to is going to be the final. Guys, I did not see that coming. C.J. Stroud, a rookie, has been one of the better stories. And not that the Browns haven't been a great story this season, but Stroud as a rookie gets a home playoff win, and they're going to advance in the AFC, it looks like. Yeah, how cool was that? I was checking in on that, kind of, kind of turned it in at halftime of the Arkansas game, and and kind of watched a little bit of it. Yeah, old man Joe. Uh, I've always been a Joe Flacco fan, and uh, to to see him come back and do what he do, did, that was kind of impressive. But C.J. Stroud, rookie of the year, I think in the NFL. I mean, the the Houston Texans, uh, they got their draft right, they got their head coach right. Uh, how impressive is, is that to, to what D'Amico uh, Rhines has done and, and, and the way that organization is just, um, I mean, in, in that AFC South, man, that's a, uh, you, you get, you got to play Jacksonville and the Colts and the Titans every year. Not bad. Yeah. Not a bad gig. Yeah. Matt, I, uh, I was defiant on the morning rush this week that I was not paying this, the six ninety nine or five ninety nine for Peacock. You have a connection, so you're not. It doesn't look like you're gonna have to play that tonight. <laughs> you know the you, you probably won't miss much. I I don't know. Uh, the the thing that that gets me Ty is it's forty three is the over under. Uh, Miami doesn't tackle a lot. Uh, the, the, the I is it is it that cold? Like it, it can I don't know how cold. I just think both teams are going to score 25 points. I So the windshield, mat is going to be in the negatives. Yeah. And you would know as playing it more than I would I, I what that's like. The the wind is what gets... Well, we, we played a game in Cleveland that was a little snowy, but the wind w- w- was what got you. You know, a couple game game in Foxborough was cold. Buffalo was cold. Um, but, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how wind... If, if the wind's not cutting through you... Should be all right. You're you're a quarterback. As a quarterback in that weather, do you wear glo- like do you wear gloves? What do you do to it, even keep your hands warm? Yeah, it depends on how how cold it is, and 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 you probably do. You probably have some type of glove on on your hand if it gets that cold. Uh, th- those footballs and the 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 ball guys, the equipment guys, man, they they doctor them up, and they they really do uh, finagle them where they they make it. You know, they they make it where you're supposed to have success out there. Uh, hopefully, uh, we do have a good game. Now, I'd rather not hear about a blow-up. I'm not going to watch it. I might listen to it. But regards to that, we'll give you an update a little later on, potentially. All right, let's jump back into what was going on in Gainesville, Florida. So, you did have some positives. I would say that Layden Blocker and Joseph Pinion's play were positive. And Eric Mossman, again, he's not happy. He's angry. Both those guys combined 7 for 14 ended up with some, again, solid numbers after the game. Got to the free throw line between the two 14 times. Here's what Coach said after the game about the two young players. I thought Joseph Pinion did a really good job. I thought Blocker did a good job. I mean, you look at Layden played 23 minutes tonight, and he was plus two. D. Harris only played four minutes, but he was plus two. Cade in a minute was plus two. I thought Joseph, like I've mentioned, played well, 12 points, four for four from the foul line, two for four from three, minus one with Joseph in his minutes. So, again, it's hard to take away positives in a 
two-point loss, Matt. But you and I, it's like the first thing we said positive after the game. It's like we kind of like what Layden and, and Joseph did after. Pinion, Pinion's still the he's he's a pure shooter. Um, he can get open. He can get in that corner. He what he does too is he helps space the floor. So some of those driving lanes that they, they they clear up. They're a little more open because you can't sag off a, a Pinion if he's around that three point line. You got to kind of stay hugged up to him. So it it helps the guards. Uh, the thing with Blocker is his energy is infectious. Man, he he might mess up. Uh, but he's learning. It's kind of, it's kind of. He's a freshman learning on the fly. But I love his intensity. Uh, I love his basketball IQ. I love what just seeing him grow. And it seems like every time he gets a chance, uh, it it seems like he produces. And that's that's the thing where you you keep doing it. And coach coach keeps building that trust, and and he keeps building the trust and that relationship. So I mean, it, it, you so you see that tonight. You got to think going forward, he's going to keep getting more opportunity. One of the things Layden can do is rebound. He's not the biggest guard on the team, but him and Keon, Keon Minifield have some athleticism. And again, that's an area Eric. He, he is kind of yes, I, I agree. Yes, I think he's probably one of our most athletic guards. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty simple. Here is what Must said after the game in terms of rebounding and how Arkansas fell short. The theme of the game was rebounding. We knew that they were going to be extremely physical. We were not able at all to withstand the physicality interior. Did not think that that we got much at all to start the game or to start the second half. And, Matt, it doesn't get any easier. Uh, You you and I were both watching the Texas A&M and Kentucky game Mm -hmm. before where A&M won in overtime. It was a great back-and-forth game. Both teams have a lot of athleticism in the Wildcats and the Aggies, and one thing about A&M, it's been that way under Buzz Williams, is they are physical down low, they rebound, and that's one of the reasons they beat Kentucky today is because of that aspect. A&M's scary, uh, that's that's for sure, but I, I think most of the SEC is is, is kind of scary. I think the SEC's deep, it's probably the deepest it's been in a while. Uh, great collection of coaches. There, there's a lot of talent in, in this conference. Um, the, the kid that was all all world against us that went for 20 on us from Florida. He's an all conference guy. You know, he, we, we, I don't, I don't see a guy like that on this team this year. You know, you, you start thinking when you look at non-conference play, I always try to evaluate, well, how many guys on that team would be in this, this starting team or, or how many of those guys would contribute before you try to get too ahead of yourself. And then each, each week you, you're watching us go up against guys and you're like, well, they got the, they got better athletes all dude, over the floor. Dude, right. Dude. Yeah. And, Unfortunately, he thought it was Trevin Brazil, who, I mean, again, Trevin goes three for seven today. Or excuse me, three for ten. I My apologies. Seven rebounds. Um, I did appreciate it. He got on the floor at one point, but had three turnovers. Uh, again, I think Arkansas fans, including myself, are wanting him to be something he's not. You want him to be that alpha dog that give me the ball and get out of the way. And I don't just think that's who he is. I think he's the guy that has the highlight plays that every once in a while can give you 18 like I think he did against Duke. But I don't think he's that consistent alpha dog, first team all-SEC guy that maybe we anticipated he might move into this year, Matt. Yeah, he he's a... He's 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 really good if he's your third option and and he can kind of float around the outside, uh, use the spacing. He has a really good shot. Uh, he he doesn't have to worry about getting his shot blocked. I don't know that he's he the I guess what what you're what you're saying, Ty, is he doesn't he doesn't create enough like like some of the other guards do. Uh, so he can get open in different ways. And I, I love the fact that he had seven rebounds. I think he should take it upon himself. 
that as a challenge, as a goal, that if he's getting more than 25, 30 minutes, he should have 10 rebounds. There's yeah. no, he's our best athlete out there on the floor, and he needs to play like it. And, Matt, one of the things I just thought about is we referenced Anthony Black, Jordan Walsh, Ricky Council, um, and Nick Smith to a certain degree, but that's who Trevin got to play with last year. And I think there was so much pressure that was taken off of him because of some of those other guys that were relied upon as the one option, two options. I mean, at some point in the in some games, Trevin was the fourth or fifth option, Matt. And now this year, he's he's still at times, I would say, predominantly a third option. But when you need him to be that second or first guy every once in a while, there's only been one or two games when he's been able to assume that role, unfortunately. Yeah, he's definitely our most talented player. And uh, you, you got to try to find ways to get him going. I mean, there's there's no question about it. He's our he's our horse. He's our five-star. Um, he, he's going to be a first-round draft pick. Uh, you you try to try to find find ways to to get him the ball in spots he likes, uh, and and if I, I think as long as he stays aggressive and, and and keeps trying to get the the rebounds, it it open up more stuff. But he can space the floor as well. Mm-hmm. And you, if I think if you get a guy like Pinion on the floor, another guy that can shoot it, uh, that that will help with the spacing. We got some texts that we're going to react to here on the McCarty Daniel Hotline coming up. We'll hear more from Eric Mossman, but I do want to hear from you via phone. If you want to text us, that's fine. But if you want to call us, 877-377-6963. More hog reaction coming up. Late left side. Brazil with a shot clock expiring makes the three. Hog reaction is presented by KC Insurance Partners. KC Insurance Partners. Local people helping local people. Go to kcinsuranceharrison.com for more information. All right, let's get to some text here as we're reacting to Arkansas's 90-68 to 68 loss mm. to the Florida Gators in mm. Gainesville. That just hurts to say, doesn't mm. it, Matt? Hurts to say. That's, uh, yeah, that's that's two bad L's. And then, you know, Georgia's not a tournament team. So, um, Florida Florida looked like a tournament team tonight. I mean, they had some bigs out, out there. To Kentucky by, I think, three or four yeah, the other day. So they looked okay. Todd Golden's uh, another guy out west. Musman has seemed a seemingly a relationship with them. So, yeah, that's going to be a, a basketball team. I don't think a lot of people are going to want to catch at this point. Uh, we got a text in here from, uh, let's see, Hacker and Harrison talking about layups. Matt, there were 10 of 28 for layups today. I know Georgia has a couple of seven-footers, but uh, that is an area where Arkansas has struggled this season at finishing near the rim. And those bunnies, man, you got to convert them, especially the way that their offense is been inconsistent and erratic at times this year. Yeah, the, the SEC, they let you play. So when you attack the rim, uh, you, you got to, you know, a, attack under control, but aggressive and, and be strong and, and, and try to finish. I, I like how Jalen Graham, uh, I, I like how he attacks the rim. Uh, see, I mean, he, he looks nice at times. Uh, you're, you're trying to think, uh, what's up with Devo? You know, uh, Devo is supposed point. to be our leader. He's supposed to be our captain. He's supposed to be setting the example for, for all these guys. You talk about culture. Uh, you talk about cohesion and getting everything together. He's Devo's Mr. Razorback. Um, when, when, you're, when Mr. Razorback, when your guy is going 11 minutes and not playing and zero for – I mean, there's nothing out there. That's what, what's – and it, that's a healthy scratch too. That's what I mean. That's, that's a, it's not like he's – you know, had the flu game or something. That's a healthy 11-minute scratch right there. This is a text from Zach in Paragold, our friend in eastern Arkansas, saying, it seems like I say this every year and it works, so here we go. I'm ready for baseball. So he is trying to 
aim some good juju, which has apparently worked the last three years on this basketball team. We're going to get some. I mean, I know it's going to happen on halftime with you, Phil, and Big C. I know for us in the morning rush on Monday with me, Chuck, and Tommy, and also on Ruskin and Zach, we're going to get a lot of I'm ready for baseball season on Monday. Well, you know, you, what you can do is you can support, support support this team, but this team's not going to be playing in postseason play this year. That's just, uh, you, if you're going to watch this team play, you got to buy, buy a ticket to a regular season game and go up there and support them. But, and Coach Muss has earned the right to miss on, on, a, on a portal group. You know, he, that's, that's, that's 1L, but, man, he's got it right every other year. I have to believe that he'll figure it out this year and get it right for next year. Uh, this text, Matt, comes from Brennan Van Buren. I want your opinion on this. So they ran zone today. Do you think they continue in the zoning? We can't We can't stay in front of anybody. I mean, we, we couldn't stay in front of them, man. I, I really thought it, maybe if you can change it up enough where – I, when we started the second half, I thought he might come back in man for a couple possessions, then switch it up because it kind of makes them think they're comfortable in man. And, and we threw him off and went on a little run, uh, but he just went straight to it. I get it because, you know, when you look, you, you look at these guys, it's, it's hard to guard people. And uh, we gave up way too many easy layups in all three of these, these first conference games. We haven't been able to stay in front of anybody. And, I wonder with playing a good Texas A&M team that's got good guard play and good in front court, what Eric Musselman is going to try and do. And even, again, you mentioned the stay in front of aspect and the defensive side of things. Jeremiah Davenport had a good offensive game, but Musk, even in a compliment, talked about he's got to pick it up on the, the rebounding defensive end. You know, we were minus 25 right. uh, while he was on the court. and He had zero rebounds in 25 minutes. And when your game plan is to rebound, you know, we need everybody to, to rebound the basketball. And this is just not what this program's been like for four years. And, and that includes year one. And I wonder, not just on Monday this week and the rest of this season, how much blame Eric Musselman is going to get, how much blame is going to be placed on the players. I think it's going to be a combination of both. Um, because I do think that, uh, again, they're not doing what he's asked the last three teams to do that led to success in postseason. Uh, this team is not uh, gelled like you thought they would to this point. And maybe they just missed evaluating on some guys, which is so difficult to do. That's kind of what Cabbage had brought up earlier, Matt, is when you only have a two- or three-week period to evaluate these guys. I know you might be looking a little bit in season, but you're also having to worry about the NCAA tournament preparation it's just difficult for Muss and his staff to try and game plan all that. Yeah, well, he's going to have enough time to evaluate talent this year because <laughs> yeah. you don't have to worry about playing in March. So he, I, I think he'll get it right. Uh, I, I don't know who's on the who's on the radar, who they're going after, uh, but yeah, we're we're, um, we're it's it's a struggle. It's I think it's going to be more this all year. You, you're going to have to get. Some, you're going to have to limit the other team's possessions somehow. You're going to have to slow the game down a little bit uh, if, it, if it is that matchup zone. If, if we're, we're going to have to play more of that, it looks like. Well, 15 offensive rebounds isn't going to help you, and that's what they gave up today. Hopefully they don't do so against the Aggies on Tuesday night in Bud Walton Arena. Must have some more thoughts on that. We will return and get to some of those thoughts here on ESPN Arkansas and hit that line. To shoot. Late left side. Brazil with a shot clock expiring makes the three. Hog Reaction is presented by KC Insurance Partners. KC Insurance Partners. Local people helping local people. Go to kcinsuranceharrison.com for more information. All right, back here on ESPN Arkansas at hitthatline.com. It's Hog Reaction. Really appreciate Kevin and Ricky Cowan at KC Insurance Harrison 
Com, helping us along here all season long. And uh, one of the things I wanted to get to was a text here on the McCarty Daniel Hotline from Jeremy on YouTube asking about why Caleb Battle didn't play a lot. Caleb Matt, I think, has had one double digit performance in the last five or six games. Has not been the same player that we saw at points. He was minus five tonight, 0 for 2. We've seen him go off for 20-plus, well, but what, what do you think his deal was? Well, he got in tonight, and he he did. He got the ball and shot it real early on a on a corner three, missed it. He he attacked uh, a play or two before that and missed it. Uh, and then he, he had a lapse on defense I, I, real, real quick, and so I think missing those two shots, lapse on defense, coach said, oh, no, you know, and, 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 and took him out. So that's, that's, that's what I saw. Do you feel like that – must is pulling guys too quick where they feel so scared they're, they're going to mess up and it's as soon such, as they do. I, I don't know because it's such a slow start, uh, Ty. It's, it was just, it seems like every game we're, we're starting off slow um, and, and it, we did the same thing again and then you're trying to play catch up. Um, and, and, you know, what is, um, I, you can't keep, Minifield as well. He, he had two minutes. Uh, I, if you would have told me before this game that Devo, Minifield, and Battle would have played a combined less than 20 minutes, I'd have said, you're crazy. Yeah. They didn't make – between those three, they didn't get to 20 minutes. I have no idea. And it, you just don't know. And that's not by design. Muss is screaming from the top of his lungs. And I'm saying that, again, metaphorically, to find consistency at the guard position. And I felt like – I don't know about you heading into the season when you had Ellis, you added um, – blocker as a true freshman. You added Caleb Battle and you had Devo and a couple guys come back. I was like, I'm not worried about the guard position. I'm worried about the front court. Matt, not like the front court's been great by any stretch of the imagination, but you've had such inconsistent guard play. And you brought up, I thought, something important earlier. I mean, how many teams do you look at Florida today? They're getting the to bring up the kid's name that went off. How many how many dunks did they have on transition? Our transition D giving up. I mean, they had to have nine dunks that game. This and, game, you and, know. Yeah, and like you made a good point earlier. It's like you look at when Arkansas plays an SEC team. It's like, all right, that's a first team All SEC guy. That's mm -hmm, a second team mm -hmm. guy. And then when they look at Arkansas, it's like, ah, we don't necessarily want him. Riley Kugel, for example, eight of 14, 20 points, just destroyed you. They had a couple of those fast break layups and dunks that you were talking about. I just don't see one Arkansas right now at the guard or forward or center position that other coaches in this league would like die to have. And that's just unfortunately what the, the talent standpoint is right now. And I don't know if that's something that it had they haven't been fully invested in the right roles or what the case may be, but I thought you made a really good point earlier about that. Well, it's it's our, our offense, everything's a struggle. Everything, it, we, we don't get enough easy baskets. Uh, and then I think sometimes in a matchup zone, you you run back to a spot, and and so that struggles. You struggle a little bit on on transition D, so because it's like you got to stop the ball first, but you're you're in a matchup zone. You're just kind of running back to your spot, uh, and so I think we struggled a little bit in that area as well. Yeah, it was uh, it was not what you wanted it to be whatsoever, and there's a lot of areas that. You didn't want it to, but you, you move know. forward. We learn from it. We got to go forward. Uh, you got to thank A and M Ty that they 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 just had an emotional game. Uh, OT win over a top six team in the country. Uh, you got to think maybe they have a little letdown. Maybe they come back down to earth and uh, we, we get that Bud Walton home crowd behind us. Well, yeah, you hope so. Here is what Eric Mossman said again about how they ended the day in rebounding and looking forward to Texas A and M. 
We did not have a good shoot-around today. We've had great practices all year, all the way back to the summer. Um, you know, didn't think the shoot-around today. It's the first time, you know, that I didn't think it was as good as need to be. You know, we got a very tough team coming in that rebounds the ball better than Florida. Discouraging that we didn't rebound tonight, and we know that Texas A&M is a phenomenal rebounding team. That's, again, something you have to deal with, and we'll see if Arkansas is able to do that with the, a good Texas a and that also started 0-2. Isn't that weird? Like, Florida was 0-2, A&M was 0-2, Arkansas was 0-2. I don't think the preseason guys, if they had to put money on someone, I don't think they'd have those three teams 0-2, Matt, to it, this point. SEC's as deep as ever. Um, the, the addition to Chris Bird at, at uh, Chris Beard, I'm sorry, at, at Ole Miss – uh, yeah, Mississippi State's a physical team. Uh, Tennessee went in. It, it's 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 tough to win on the road. You know, Tennessee went into Georgia, and that was a a, a hard fought game. Uh, yeah, A and M ten and six. They uh, the a buzz a coach buzz team, man. You know they're going to be physical. You know they're going to bang you up. Uh, you just, I mean, hopefully we can hit some shots and 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 get some stops. And you know, you, you if you get out rebounded by twenty, you know, fifteen, it's probably going to be another long night. Yeah. And hopefully that's the case. All right, guys, before we go, we got the Chiefs and the Dolphins tonight. In Arrowhead, I showed you all that video that's been making the rounds. Uh, you pull the water bottle out of the, the fridge at Arrowhead, it instantly starts freezing. There's ice everywhere. Why they're playing this game tonight is just still insane to me. Who you guys got between Patrick Mahomes and Tua Tagovailoa in one of the best venues in all of NFL football tonight? If the game was in Miami, I would take uh, the Dolphins. But the game being up there in Kansas City, I I just I don't I don't I'm gonna go with the home team. Matt's going with the Chiefs. Well, before we get out of here, are you going Chiefs? Or are you going Fins in this one? I, I gotta I gotta agree with Matt on that. I think the Chiefs defense is gonna stop that offense. You can't really throw it around in the really cold weather. Uh, so I'll take the Chiefs. I'll, Go ahead, I was going to say, Tua does have a quick release, though. I mean, he's he's got the quickest release at all the quarterbacks as far as he doesn't hold on to the ball a lot. I will say, though, I did see um, on Twitter from Bleacher Report, Tua is 0-10 in under, 30 de- under 32 degree weather. So he's either due or it's just going to yeah, be is the... Is he due? I don't due. know. He may be due. He may be due. He could be due. I picked the Dolphins on Fence Man Friday and then I had one of our buddies, Tony Neville with Treasure Island out of Vegas, text me and say, and give me all these stats. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. That cold, I just don't know if the Miami Dolphins are, are suited or are, are suitable for tonight's weather conditions, which are some of the worst I've ever seen. The the thing you got to you gotta wonder about is the footing on the field. Is it frozen? That's the big, that'd be the key thing, uh, Ty. If if the, if the there's proper footing and it's not frozen ground, I don't know if they, you know, like Green Bay, there's, there's heater underneath uh, the field. If they can make their cuts and run, uh, the Dolphins have a chance, though. Well, we'll see what happens. Again, if you want to pay for it, or if you want to watch, you got to pay for it on Peacock. We appreciate everyone joining us here. We also, again, appreciate Kevin and Ricky Cowan at KC Insurance Partners. For Matt Jones, Will Whitson, I'm Ty Richardson. Have a great, safe night, everybody. I know we got some inclement weather heading our way and has already hit us a little bit as well across the great state of Arkansas. Be safe the next couple days. Morning Rush, live, coming at you 6 a.m. Monday morning. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.